What is going on? Hope you all are having an amazing day, man. Welcome back to another episode. Happy New Year. It's it's a completely new year. It's different. It is not 2020. It is now officially 2021. And so I'm I'm excited um, for what's to come this year. But how did you all spend the 2020 New Year's Eve countdown? I know it wasn't traditionally the same. Uh, you know, even for myself, traditionally, what I like to do is go downtown and uh, they have performances to count down into the year at near our, um, or I should say at Nathan Phillips Square, which is our city hall uh, area. And it's, it's really, it's really good times and great vibes. And people are just like, you know, if there's a time to be together, it's around that time. So, you know, you ring in the new year, but this year for even myself was different. Uh, I get to share it with y'all. Your boy got to, you know, share the stage with Tyler Shaw and Simone Denny. Shout out to those two. It was such a, an amazing experience to, <laughs> like, you know, be in front of Canada. First of all, Rick Mercer said my goddamn name. That's sick. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was fun. It, you know, it was different, obviously, with COVID hours being a thing. Um you know, the experience was still so wonderful. Uh, you know, I do have to give a big shout out to CBC. It was tough uh, during around this time of the year. But, you know, as we continue to progress, as uh, we figure this virus and situation and world pandemic and shutting down of small businesses forever, kind of figure that whole thing out. We, you know, at least we got to see another year, 21 and you know, prior to my episode, you know, I was just talking to a few people and, you know, we're, we're really looking to manifest better times this year. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's something we got to really put out into the universe. I know it sounds crazy, but you know, that's something that I live by. That's something that's helped me survive. And, um, you know, we all have to stay somewhat optimistic to the future. So I'm looking at this year, uh, of being a year for a great opportunity for all of us. That's just something I'm going to put out there in the in the universe. So I hope you all had a great, you know, New Year uh, celebration or, you know, whatever, however you were able to celebrate it this year. And yeah, man, it's, it's like, well, what to expect? First of all, the Grammys um, are typically around the end of this month. So this is essentially award season, right? In your traditional um, year, because around this time last year, things were still kind of happening. So this is kind of the first year where now we're really starting to see adjustments of, of, of different, you know, traditions, award shows, um, you know, whatever it may be, tours, just things that are live content in general are just like changing and growing um, and adapting to the times that we're in right now. So, you know, around this time, like we, you know, we and, and what does that change? Like now that the Grammys and I think they've they're postponing to March 21st. So the 21st of March, you know, and, and for me now, like, what does that do? Does, you know, uh, does the Oscars follow? Like what do the do these other award shows and events kind of follow that, um, you know, and I mean, ugh, I don't know, I guess the next, you know, the next award show after would be the Oscars. So we still have to wait and see if maybe they're the first ones that bless us this year. 
you know, with content? Or do we go straight into the Super Bowl, which is the seventh? And, you know, for those who may or may not know the controversy right now with the, you know, with the Grammys and, you know, the weekend not being nominated for anything, uh, even having, you know, after I should say having one of the biggest years of his career, if not one of the biggest years in music. Um, and so, you know, people are already looking forward to boycotting it. Maybe, I don't know. It can be, you know, it's just a mixture of different things, obviously, with COVID being a thing. But then again, I, I don't know. You know, we've been able to figure it out in 2020. <laughs> you know, we still had award shows in the summer. So I, I don't know what's stopping a virtual event even from happening. Or maybe they really want to push, um, you know, getting the nostalgia of having a crowd. I don't know. But it's now March 21st. So let me know your thoughts. You know, I'll be talking to y'all on, on Twitter. Um, I'll be asking on Instagram. And uh, yeah, let me know at DVD Live. Like, what do you think now that everything's just different, man? It's not the same, man. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to just live our life. And I think it's definitely affected the mental. Let me know uh, on Twitter. Has, has this pandemic affected your mental? You know, I, I'm a very optimistic guy. And I, again, I'm very excited for this year. And I, you know, I, I, we were able to all make it through last year. So I'm, I'm saying, look, if you're here now, you know, what's your mentality like, you know, going into this year, going into last year, I know we all had ex high expectations, but now after going through, I think almost one of the most bizarre years ever, I think we could, you know, at least look forward and say, okay, how, how do we build and, and what did we learn? But uh, how's your mental? You know, my mental is all over the place. Like I said, I just, I, you know, I did a show for it with CVC, so I'm, I'm on an absolute high right now. But at the same time, I'm also understood. Yeah, there are just things that are happening around all of us that are just so, you know, different and even um, energy draining, you know? So I, I'm very curious to see, you know, where we're all at mentally uh like i said even for myself it's just uh uh you know i'm just i'm checking my resources i'm checking my circles i'm making sure everyone you know on my end is all right but at the same time it's like you might just you know everyone needs that time for themselves um you know maybe i i could always recommend meditation something you know i'm getting into working out daily so there's a challenge right now even for myself that i'm doing what are you all doing to stay active? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just, it's different. So we got to do what we got to do. And I am, like I said, continuing to wish nothing but positive, positive vibes upon all of us. Um, you know, despite last year and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep it positive. I I've been seeing all over the internet recently that Dr. Dre got a brain aneurysm and now he's in the hospital. So like, Look, I hope it's not true. I, I always try to make sure that I find uh, appropriate resources before I go jumping to the, you know, uh, jumping to jumping conclusions. Yeah, see, even even LeBron here just posted on his Instagram not too long ago. So that's sad and that's tough. And and shout out and, and prayers to Dr. Dre, um, you know, for myself, I grew up listening to Eminem, uh, Snoop Dogg. 
uh, my, you know, my stepdad uh, was very into Dr. Dre. So Dr. Dre for myself is a real, he's, he's an idol of mine straight up, you know, in terms of producers, one of my, one of my, probably my favorite producer of all time, again, because one of my favorite artists of all time is Eminem. And I was introduced uh, to Dr. Dre, like I said, through my God, uh, my stepfather and, you know, just listening to all of the, you know, the things that he did. So anyways, I, I, I don't want to, you know, I want to celebrate more of his life and I, and I pray that he gets out of this because, you know, Dr. Dre is just one of our legends and yeah, again, not to start off on a, you know, um, a year with sad news, but it's just, I, I want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're sending our prayers and love to his family and also the positive vibes that, and, and, and energy that we're, you know, he'll just need, I, I you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. So many things are happening. I mean, hell, the Raptors, you know, and not to just drastically switch topics from like Dr. Dre, you know, like I said, um, I'm hoping that they, you know, he, 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 he fights through that. And I, and I, and I believe he will, but, um, the Raptors, man, we're one in five right now. And we haven't been one in five in a long time. Now, I'm a true Raptors fan. I could weather the storm, and I know, you know, we lost two really important key pieces to our team. We lost Marcus Gasol and we lost Serge Ibaka. And those both, you know, having Serge Ibaka alone was a, a massive, um, uh, I would say like a massive opportunity, you know, for the Toronto Raptors, you know what I'm saying? And I think, um, you know, having him, you know, and Marcus all, it, it was just, yeah, I, it's, it's tough to not have both of them. And you had to kind of scramble last minute. I'm not saying the Raptors aren't okay. I think, you know, we really just had to find our chemistry and I know that our team will. So I'm not new to any of this. I, I feel like our, our 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 Gen Z fans are just kind of wilding out and they're the ones kind of attacking the socials right now and, and being super vocal. But the you know the true the real fans understand like you know you're you're gonna have you're, you're gonna have especially after losing Kawhi even and you know you're gonna have adjustments, you're gonna have struggles, you know, and and and, and a resilient team goes through that. Like, listen, just because Steph Curry, you know, scored, if you guys don't know basketball, but for those ball lovers, you know, Steph Curry scored 62 the other night, which is huge. That's a big deal. Like to score anything more than 50 and, you know, anything more than 40 even is still an accomplishment in the NBA. So 62 points is remarkable. But, you know, those guys are struggling too. Like they're, they're just, look, they're having fun again, at least. And I think the Raptors just have to go back to having fun again. And, you know, uh, playing with a chip on their shoulder, which they already are. But I think it is also mentally tough for them. I think it's physically tough for them. They're in the States now. Um, like I, I've been preaching, they don't have home court advantage at all, which sucks for them. And, you know, it's just, it's 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 not the same. It's it's truly not the same. And I, I could only feel for them and know how difficult it may be right now. Um, for Toronto Raptor fans, for the Raptors organization.
But I believe, and I know we're going to get through this, and I believe a thousand percent, like, you just don't lose basketball skills. You know, you're in the MB fucking A. NBA, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't lose skills like that. But what what I will say is that they are going through a very difficult time right now, and there's there's so many things if you're not watching the games and just only seeing the results you know the one five you know you just think oh god we lost our mojo but no it's you know we're scoring i think there are definitely weaknesses that we have i i've made it very clear before that our rebounds fucking suck the last game that we lost against boston we were down by 19 rebounds like you know it's things like that you just got to really be aware of and watch the numbers and see where we're actually um, getting hurt and we're not getting hurt from like Kyle Lowry and you know it's not that we're not getting enough from Pascal Siakam it's that there were other options and there were also other members of the team that really contributed that helped us and I've been a big fan of Mark Gasol I've you know I've been a big fan of um, Sergi Baca so I understand you know what I'm saying I'm not here to say without those guys we're fucking better no man that was tough and even without Kawhi you know, I just thought it would have been automatic with Kawhi. I, it would have been automatic. It would have been automatic. We would have had another finals run. No problem. As hard as it might have been, we would have had an advantage. It just would have been completely different. And we were just really going hard. But then, you know, like I said, there are some other things that happen outside of basketball that a lot of us aren't aware of. And so if you're a fan of the Toronto Raptors and you don't watch a series, a doc series called Open Gym from their end, and it's a doc series again, like I said. And I say this over and over again. And, and almost if you listen to the last couple episodes, I've been really preaching this. Because, you know, the Raptors really have um, something special. And being the, the, the outsider looking in, you know, we're just the outsiders. That's why I think this story relates to so many people. You know, if, if you're a person that's always been... Um, you know, underrated, then I think following a team like that really shows you like one, like we're the only international team in the NBA, you know, and our team had to be the defending champs going into a pandemic run, um, <laughs> you know, through a cancer or I guess through, yeah, through a cancellation, then going right back into, you know, uh, uh, a, a different sort of game structured out for the pandemic and, and for this COVID-19 business and you know really just trying to be the best representation globally as ambassadors as ambassadors as defending champions and I don't think they get enough respect I, at all and you know you look at guys like Pascal Siakam who's only been really playing ball organized basketball at least from the age of 16 from what we've known and what's been docked so you know you have a guy that's been playing in the league for less than 10 years or playing basketball in general for less than 10 years and expect him, you know, after winning a championship. And yes, don't forget Kawhi Leonard had Tim Duncan, Ginobili, fucking uh, Tony Parker. If you don't know any of these guys, look them up. They're, 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 they're legends. And people forget that, you know, he was surrounded by a great team on top of that. They had Danny green, which was, you know, a young Danny green, like, the Spurs were an amazing team for someone like Kawhi to grow and learn from his, you know, he didn't just come in the NBA and, you know, was automatic. So it's, I don't think it's fair to Pascal Siakam to have, you know, to have that same expectation to Pascal be, just because he had a great game around great people. You know, Kawhi had a great game around great people. And when he didn't win with the Spurs, 
was it because he was shit, you know? And is that the same sort of flack that he get? And 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 I don't think that's respect. And 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 I don't think that was the case. I think the case was, and you know, the story was that he got injured. He wasn't the same per se, but he was still a great player, you know, um, a Finals MVP. But like I said, he had an opportunity to be around great players at the time that were doing that, you know, for years. So I don't want to see, you know, people, you know, shut on the Raptors. You know, you have Kyle Lowry, who's a veteran now, who's trying to hold and support our team. You have Fred Van Vliet, who's learning to really hone in with his position now, more as a vet than anything. But you still have to realize these players are so young. And so, I, again, I want to look optimistic because I know it seems like the beginning of the year already seems pretty crazy and gives you just, you know, a bunch of reason to, like, not be optimistic and be consistent but you know i'm here to really encourage my listeners and our community to continue to strive you know for the best and you know do what you can and if this is a year to explore and do things do it you know what i'm saying so despite us being one in five man shit you know uh, it's just crazy but look there's a lot of that there's there's a lot of that great anticipation um, you know, I think one win for Toronto, hopefully, will be when Drake drops this album. I'm excited. I'm excited for new music this year. I'm excited to see what artists drop in 21. I'm excited to see how we do concerts this year. You know, it's just going to be completely different. And I, and I want to know your thoughts. Let me know what you all think. You know, where, where are you trying to, what are you trying to do this year? Are you trying to travel? Are you trying to open up your own business? Are you trying to get financial literacy? You know what I'm saying? I think this is a great year and the next few years will be great opportunities. I don't think they will be easy years. Let me just at least throw that out into the universe and just at least prepare you mentally. It's not going to be, you know, easy, but I think it's, it's going to be worthwhile. Um, and not, a, you know, whatever you just try your best at the end of the day, there's nothing more you could ask. But uh, Jersey Drake, if you could hear your boy, man, everyone's excited. I, you know, um, it's funny. I posted something today on TikTok, Drake related. And uh, I guess a Drake fan and also a fan of mine asked what my favorite Drake album was. And I think my, well, I, I know, you know, I, I always prepare myself if anyone ever is to ever ask me that question. Because he's one of the most listened to artists in the world. So, you know, if you're a fan of his, people will, you know ask and dissect and see how they'll try to quiz you and see how much of a drake fan you really are but like bro you know i i've 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 done did listen to drake before he got signed so um but yeah my favorite album is nothing was the same and i think it's because of the amount of time he's you know he took on it and i noticed that even just as a listener i was like oh this this album is melodic like oh it's 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 just from Tuscan leather all the way through. It's just such a great album in my opinion. So, you know, it's it's things like that that get me excited um, about a year. And even and my boys, why don't we, man? Shout out to these boys. Uh, they're now young men. I can't even call them the boys anymore, the, the, the mandem. But uh, the music group, they're from the States. Uh, if you don't know, they're one of the bigger uh, music groups in the world right now them bts you know just all these other i mean if one direction makes a comeback but 
it's really cool to know that you know people are dropping music and you know there are there are things to look forward to this year like i said even the junos in may this year the 50th anniversary again i i i hope it's it's liddy i'm excited for it and you know i'm inspired for what's to come so you know again I'm, I'm continuing to wish positive vibes upon all of you and um you know thanks for tuning in if you want to continue to uh support your boy you could follow me on my socials at DVOD live and again this year i'm going to ask yo what are you all looking forward to doing what are you trying to do this year where are you trying to go this year because i know we're all trying to leave <laughs> wherever your situation's at um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully if, if, you know, we, we get out of this, which we will, we get out of this stitch, you know, what is, what are you trying to do this year? Until the next one, it's your boy Devo. Peace.